0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. There is a song that was released today only on Truth Social and has gone number one on the country charts. Really? Just from that. Yeah, the guy's name is John Rich. He does the opening music for uh, Sean Hannity's show, but the name of the song is Progress. Okay. And the uh, the hook of the song is, you can take your progress and put it where the sun don't shine. So, so I think that's, it's, it's that's
1: anti-progress. Not,
0: well, the fact that you just you'll, I want you to call I want you to listen to the song during one of the breaks. You guys will get a hoot out of it.
1: Okay. Well, but, I'm not on uh, Truth Social, so how am I going to get it?
0: No, no. It's it's been, like I said. It went number one on the viral. It, the only place it was played today on the radio was on Sean Hannity. So you can pull it off of that. Oh, okay. If nothing else, um. But anyway, just the song—the fact that that song, from only being re- released on one Twitter site, has gone viral and number one. Uh, you listen to the song, you'll understand that it tells exactly what the temperament of the people are right now. Which, now, how, how does one determine
1: whether a song fun? has gone number one?
0: Um, the, call the the check the country music charts. They got what, whatever's whatever's hitting viral right now is on top.
1: Well, I, I don't think they judge the... So I, I mean, it's been a I while since TV I've TV looked at TV. Billboard, but I'm pretty sure Billboard doesn't look at Internet plays. So we never had seen anything focusing just on New Hampshire until now. So here are the results from the survey. Again, surveyusa.com. Uh, the number of people in New Hampshire who right now in 2022, this was taken in late June who either strongly or somewhat agree with the statement that New Hampshire, I would prefer New Hampshire govern itself as an independent country, is 29%. So it's actually 14% strongly agree and 15% somewhat. Now that was the
2: overall number, correct? Of
1: people in New Hampshire who said, I would prefer New Hampshire to govern itself as an independent country. That's
2: not bad. It's actually pretty good. It's not quite one out of three, but close. I mean, considering that NH Exit is just barely on anybody's radar at this point, correct well but that's that's not to say that the idea of independence it hasn't been on people's
1: radar or that the thought of national divorce has i mean that's been getting talked about for the last
2: year i'm just thinking more compared to maybe texas which it's been in the news for decades you know um, as opposed to new hampshire what a decade i mean half a decade ago NH exit was was sort of 10 years ago but i mean they've never had any prominence right it's been a couple of small protests with five or six people and that's about it um whereas you know it's it got more substantial much more recently in the past year but up until you know this year uh, you know who who in the public has really heard about it Ah, uh, so in
1: addition to the twenty-nine percent who either strongly or somewhat agree with those statements, there's another fourteen percent that said they weren't sure. Hmm. So that's still all altogether. It's still not half. It certainly isn't enough to, uh, you know, to pass a two-thirds required constitutional amendment. amendment. Sure, but it is a good starting point.
3: You guys had an awesome, educational, academically stimulating, wonderful program where the captain was reviewing and explaining and outlining for all of us listeners across the nation about Milton Friedman's 12 points of economic theory. I loved it. Oh, cool. It was one of the best shows.
1: Oh, great. I'm really glad to hear that. I wasn't here for that one, so I didn't get to hear it.
3: Well... Permit me this moment. For
1: listeners that want to know, I, that was Saturday I, night's show if, if, uh, if they missed it. So they can go okay. back to freetalklive.com and grab it there.
3: i in academics for many years in three different states, as well as uh, specializing in appellate law. And I always loved and still do being a professor. I told many of my colleagues in the economics department, of which I am not, how wonderful the program was. And how much I learned. And I'm just calling to compliment that show. It was wonderful.
1: All right, Gigi. Well, thank you for the kind words. Uh, appreciate it. And as I said, folks that want to hear that can go and grab it anytime. Just go to freetalklive.com. You'll find the podcast, I don't know what you call it, player, uh, little widget on the site. Or if you can't find it, just go use the top menu and go to the archive section. You'll find it there. And then you can just scroll back to Saturday and uh, download. Gigi says it was great just looking at this one question of i would prefer new hampshire to govern itself as an independent country there's a bunch of breakdowns as far as demographics are concerned they looked at gender they looked at age they looked at uh race uh which i don't think they got many people of other races (laughs) because new hampshire doesn't have a lot uh the uh, they looked at ideology they looked at party affiliation voting habits education whether they own a home and their urbanicity and and there's some really interesting takeaways here the first one to work to look at is, of course, the one that makes the number bigger, which is the number of Republicans who said, who agreed either somewhat or strongly agreed with the statement they would prefer New Hampshire to govern itself as an independent country. With Republicans, it's
2: 52%. And that's the number that made me smile. Because 52% means that there is actually support uh, Mm -hmm. in the Republican Party for Congress. uh, amongst amongst its supporters anyway yes uh for independence now the question is will that convince the Republicans on the fence the uh you know your representatives right to switch from being against independence or being uh not having a position on it mm-hmm. to supporting it? or to quietly being in favor
1: of it but not wanting to say anything publicly because they were sure. afraid that they might lose their reelection right this is going to make this particular election season very interesting oh yeah because already you've got the drama of the republicans versus the democrats and just to be clear we're not republican democrat people on this show if you're new to free talk Live, <laughs> definitely not we're voluntarists we're liberty loving uh, anarchists we're libertarians these are the kinds of folks you're going to find behind microphones at this show but that said, uh, the earlier this year, the very first ever, very historic bill that was put forward. It didn't get through the process, but it was uh, it was put forward. There was a public hearing on the bill, and then there was a vote on uh, on that bill on the, the the state house floor. And the bill would have, if it had been passed by the state house and the state senate with over sixty percent voting for it, it would have then gone to the ballot, and it would have been a ballot question for the people of New Hampshire to decide. Not to decide whether to start talking about seceding from the United States, but to actually declare independence peacefully from the United States. That's all it would have taken it would have been in two-thirds of the voters to vote on that Unfortunately
2: it's not going on the ballot because it didn't even get through the state house It was still a historic vote
1: it was. Um, I don't the think whole process any
2: other state has had since at least the Civil War probably a a hearing let alone yeah. a vote by a uh, by representatives especially a whole house on independence correct so so very historic this should move some of them in the
1: right direction this should at least and and hopefully there's a new uh what they call political action committee a PAC here in new hampshire it's the new hampshire independence PAC. so it's not related uh, you know directly to the foundation for new hampshire independence but everybody's friendly we know who everybody is and so they hopefully will be contacting these candidates and letting them know the good news about this poll and its and its results and then asking them to go on the record as to whether or not they support independence and make this a key issue of this election and let's get these guys these Mm. people on the record and see first of all how many secession supporting candidates make it through the primary first of all are the people who voted this year going to make it through their primaries because some of them have primaries. So that's an important question is can this, you know, the the more establishment candidates that are now running against the secessionist candidates, are they going to, you know, who's going to win in that circumstance? That's an important question. And secondly, how many other candidates who previously had not supported secession or challengers that we've never heard of before are willing to support secession to get the support of the, uh, the one issue secessionist voters out there? So that's what we uh, we that remains to be seen, but it will be interesting.
2: Yeah, it, you know, it, it's also interesting in that people have never had that real opportunity to consider this or think about this mm-hmm. issue. And we
1: were just talking, Chris, you and I, about what are some of the factors that are going to come into play as far as why these numbers are going to shift over time in the directions of independence. First of all, the federal government is just going to get worse. I mean, we can count on that oh yeah you know that's good it doesn't matter if trump gets elected again i know a lot of people believe he's going to somehow make things better but he didn't make things better the first four years he's not going to make things better the the second four uh certainly another four of joe biden or kamala harris is just going to be it's going to be worse on stacked on top of worse inflation's
2: probably not going to slow down and they're just going to make our case for us yeah yeah it's it's so funny um it, i literally the the very th- trump put in a 25 percent tariff most people don't know this. Uh, and then uh, he lifted it before he left office. And then hmm. what? What did Joe Biden do? He reinstituted the twenty five percent tariff. Wow! You know, it, these parties, these 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 people, whether whether you're talking about people on the left or you're talking about people on the right, they are one and the same. Can't tell the difference. Uh, you
1: really can't. So so beyond the federal government just doing our job for us and pushing people away from the idea of being part of their union anymore, um, it's also time is on our side. visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details that's patreon.com slash crblake86 thank you this one was counter to what i expected uh looking at urbanicity people who live in either urban or rural or suburban areas they broke it down into those categories as well yeah and again we're just looking at the strongly agree category uh a surprising 11% Eleven percent of people in rural areas strongly agree with New Hampshire being an independent country, but twenty-six percent of
2: urban people. Wait, really? Yeah, I would have expected it to be the opposite of Wouldn't that.
1: Wouldn't you? Yeah, so would I. It was really kind of a surprise. Now, when you get into these, huh. when you get into the somewhat agree category, yep, then it it kind of changes a little bit. It goes to eleven percent urban somewhat agree to fifteen percent rural uh, somewhat agree agree. Hmm. But still, it was kind of a surprise to see more than double the percentage of the strong the people really feel strongly about this.
2: Yeah, it seems so weird. You would think you would think the yeah, I am I'm, I'm shocked. I mean, I guess I would think people like living on farms would better understand how oppressive, you know, the the, the federal government is. But maybe the farm people are more like, yeah, yeah, America. I,
1: oh, I don't know. Oh, wait, you know what I don't it, know. you know what it might be? They get subsidies. I bet you mm. that's
2: a good part of it. Federal but subsidies.
1: So, so do people in cities? I don't know. It's an interesting number. The questions you ask on a survey are a pretty big factor in kind of the answers that that come in. So it is important to have the right questions. Uh, As I was saying before, the previous survey that was of the most interest as far as New Hampshire was concerned was a question that was regional. I believe it was conducted by YouGov with Brightline Watch And uh, if you look that one up, you'll see that they found that about 34 percent of respondents in New England wanted to see their states secede from the United States and join a regional uh, arrangement of states, a regional federation of states. So that really wasn't the question I think any of us wanted to see asked. Mm. It's still a good question to kind of gauge sort of a general interest in secession but we still didn't have specific to new hampshire info and we didn't have a really good question about secession of course the really good question that we all wanted to know i think is what do the people of new hampshire think about just saying goodbye no no we don't want to talk about joining a federation because i think most people in new hampshire are not interested in being aligned with massachusetts
2: I don't want to be governed by New York any more than I want to be governed by Washington DC. Well, I don't think the
1: proposal was to include New
2: York, but it might have been for all I know. okay Boston
1: I don't seriously. I don't want to be tied politically to the people in Massachusetts or Connecticut or most of the rest of New England for, for that matter. New Hampshire is a sort of oasis of freedom. I think the secession issue could move faster.
2: Than that, it's not going to take, I don't think it'll take 30 years for this to happen. You know what a good question uh, that should have been asked, I think on the survey is whether or not you support independence from new England or I'm sorry, uh, from England. Um, oh, if you, if you would have, or you do support, if it. if you do support it. Okay. Right. Um, because ultimately, if you don't support New Hampshire's exit, right, why would you support the U.S.'s exit from It could show new some England? hypocrisy. Right, right. Question. It's very hypocritical, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. So I think one of the reasons why it could go faster than the gun issue is, as we pointed out, the federal government's going to keep getting worse. They're going to keep giving us new reasons for people to want to leave. They're going to piss more people off as years and months go by. So they're going to recruit people for us. Old people are less likely to support secession. They are going to pass away, and that's going to change the the demographics. And you've got this thing of migration going on. Not just the Free State Project migration, which is bringing libertarians to New Hampshire, which is the reason, honestly, why CACR 32, the ballot measure, was put forward. It's because oh, yeah. of Free State uh, State Reps that that happened. So you've got that those pressures going on, but also just people who don't know anything about the Free State Project who just want to be in a more free place they naturally moved to new hampshire and that's been happening for decades so they asked new hampshire adults a series of questions about the current state of politics in the united states and respondents were asked how much they agreed or disagreed with these six statements statement one people in the united states are growing more and more divided Over important issues such as LGBT rights, guns, abortion, election election integrity, race relations, involvement in foreign wars, climate change, immigration, etc. 91% of the respondents to this survey in New Hampshire either said they strongly or somewhat agree with with that statement. Uh, Next statement. If the citizens of the United States continue to get more divided on major issues, I fear that political violence will increase. 89% of respondents agreed that more political violence will be coming as people continue to be divided on these issues and there's no evidence that people are going to become you know coming together there's not going to be this you know moment where that's going to happen i, I mean i can't see it
2: why I, would it you could argue that in 2001 i mean you're disagreeing we're all disagreeing with each other so correct. why would we come together on it you could like argue if that because, makes no sense
1: <laughs> uh, well okay i'll make the argument though in 2001 september 11th that there was the attacks, of course, that uh, that happened, and people seemed to come together in that moment. Or people right? were like, too
2: afraid to speak out against it.
1: For all of the people that quote unquote came together during that time, it didn't last even as long as the illusion of nine eleven. Like the whole illusion of nine eleven might, less you said, last yeah, some number of years. Definitely longer
2: than nine eleven.
1: This one. It didn't last as long as as 11 I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, this one fell apart relatively quickly.
2: I mean, you had maybe yeah. the fir- most of the first
1: year, but then after that, it did oh, just...
2: I mean, I, I think within the first three to six months, yeah. even, it yeah, was... Yeah, pretty pretty quick. And was, that's because
1: information travels faster than it did 20 years ago.
2: Yeah. I mean, we had the internet 20
1: years ago, but there weren't as many users of it. It wasn't as in, established in our lives. And so I think that the the whole idea of Americans coming together again for something like this, I don't I don't think it's going to have the same effect, even if another war starts tomorrow. I mean, look at uh, Ukraine, for instance. There has been a lot of support of that, uh, but at the same time, it does seem to be on political lines uh, t- to some extent. So ultimately, I think we're going to see people driven further apart. Back to the survey. So this again, talking to people in New Hampshire, and these are questions that were asked initially regarding uh, people's feelings about the federal government so uh, another statement whether or not people agree with this the federal government's financial decisions and economic regulations hurt our livelihoods and could lead to inflation and bankruptcy 79 percent of people strongly or
2: somewhat agreed with that statement how could you disagree it's already happening (laughs) if you start looking at like the the percentage of the population that's aging and getting into the you know elderly category uh that number is going up and as that number mm. goes up uh that sh- in theory should hurt us but I think it's gonna it's not gonna be as bad as you think because I think a lot of them are gonna be leaving
1: what do you think about this uh Elliot obviously you've had basically the the last few days uh to dissect this and mull it over and you, you already wrote up a couple articles about it but uh what are we missing what have we not talked about I don't know if you've been privy to the whole conversation so far so go ahead
4: yeah, I agree with uh, Penguin and you that it's only going to keep climbing. This is the baseline, and we thought it would be a little lower, most of the numbers. So I'm pleasantly surprised that 29% in New Hampshire are already ready to secede today. Yeah. 52% of Republicans, and that's tremendous. That means Republicans, when we're talking about Republican primaries and stuff like that, and the, and the convention, the majority are ready to secede today. and And obviously, some are unsure, so a, a lot less than half. Don't want to secede, so I, I think only like 30, 35% of Republicans don't want to secede, and, and the majority want to. Um, a few other interesting parts of the survey that were pleasantly surprising to me—it it was, it was all pleasantly surprising. Some wasn't fantastic, some was mm-hmm. fantastic, but it was amazing. One of the big things that my, my own brother and a lot of others—and I think that that's probably what we were arguing about, Laser and me, when we were on the show—is he he obviously supports independence, but thinks that if we leave the union, everyone will support the federal government coming in with with military like Brody DeShayes said, the statist, pro-union, anti independence anti-freedom representative, yeah. and a lot of others believe that the federal government could and should commit with the military and kill us all.
1: You know, the Foundation for New Hampshire Independence... It's been around for a decade, but so far, up until this year with this survey, this poll that we're talking about tonight, so far the foundation has done little more than put out a really great flyer that you and I, Alu, have been the, the kings of <laughs> uh, putting out into people's hands over over the last uh, decade, and they haven't done a whole lot else. they got a good website, it's got some great points, persuasive points on it, but this is the first time the foundation has really you
2: know, put something into motion and I think it's a good move. um, Almost everything that's been done has been done pretty much almost even after a lot of it's been done after the uh, CACR thirty two, um, well, that did kind of get the ball rolling. That, that's true. It did. It and did so it, a lot
1: to the state representatives who. It, it, it really
2: did. That. Um, we have NHX bumper stickers uh, now too. We have NHX t shirts. Um yeah. you're, you're now wearing that, one right. That, right. We didn't
1: coordinate, but you and I are wearing NHX Exit shirts tonight.
2: Yep. yep. Uh, to um, yeah. Yeah. Nice. I mean, and this is the thing. It's like you know, we didn't have any of this. You know, up a until, year ago. Yeah, we yeah. didn't have this a, a year, year ago. ago. So people are just beginning to hear. about about NH exit in the first place so it's it can only grow from here it seems yeah. Let's say there was a civil war again, right? Or I'm not not a civil oh, you war. I mean,
1: but, only one state going versus right, a like bunch of states. One state
2: time. or a couple states going, as opposed to you know, like during the civil war, half half the country was was divided, basically. Well, you know, well all so. they asked about was one state here, and Hawaii is a small state, so they asked yeah. about Hawaii, mm-hmm.
1: and again, very small numbers. I mean, only six uh, percent on average. I, I think in New Hampshire it was like three percent. Yeah, were were in favor of military intervention. With the the majority of respondents saying, just let them go. Yeah, uh, on average, it was fifty seven percent. of The respondents just said, just let them go. Yeah, it's it's hard to imagine
2: how it would like hurt you if somebody else left, right? Like, it wouldn't. It's, it's just not the even a butthurt of oh no, it, we have to take a star off the flag. It's not even like trade. It's not like trade is going to stop. I mean, it's it, you know, this is the thing. People, well, now wait a minute. There were thirty
1: uh, something percent. say economic sanctions should be used.
2: So there are people who would say, shut down the trade. But I'm saying it doesn't have to, right? No, it doesn't. Um, And if you look at other countries that have broken up, trade generally, it doesn't stop. I mean, you still need, even look at at Germany and Europe and Russia, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's even a war, right? And yet the oil's still flowing for the most part, up up until very recently anyway. 63%
1: agree that they trust their state government more than they trust the federal government. And 43% say that states shouldn't even need permission from the federal government to peacefully separate it. Now, this isn't an, an, a uh, important issue. 45% disagree with that statement, so there's some number that's on the fence. That that number that's, that's on the fence could be moved in our direction. So it's almost an even split on whether or not people think you should ask permission from the federal government before you leave. And it's like, no, 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 no. You don't ask the abuser if you can leave. <laughs> this guy's going to beat you, right? Like, he's been beating you. He's been abusing you. He's been tying you up. He's been starving you. And you have the opportunity to run out the door. You don't just say, oh, excuse me, can you loosen my ropes first?
2: Uh, yeah. And, and the thing that amazes me is that somebody would even think you would need to ask permission. I mean, mm. did you ask permission? Uh, it, it, here's the thing especially in the case of New Hampshire, New Hampshire's constitution predates the United States. If our constitution in New Hampshire allowed joining the union, certainly it has to allow, you know, uh, disengaging from that union, right? Yeah, there's no prohibition on I that. Mean, and then most importantly, there's no prohibition on
1: leaving in the United States constitution. Cause that's what everybody wants to point to like, well, here's the rules. This is the rules for how the U S government's supposed to be run. I was told that Iraq,
5: which is, shares a border with Iran, their country right next to Iran and um, and then so the Black Sea is above them. So the uh, so Iraq hadn't turned communist. They had a communist system of government many years before. Um and Are you talking about had, before
1: Saddam Hussein?
5: I I do not know exactly when that happened, but that's well, that would be an interesting thing
1: sanctions. to find out. I mean, how can you make a claim and you don't even know when you're talking about?
5: Well, but it was about after they turned communist, socialist, and then that, that's when the U.S. sanctions got imposed. And then you ask why the Iran. Your question is: the government will not allow you to buy bitcoins from the Iranians, right? It's the same idea. If they Iranian wants to help, Iran wants to help Russia launching drones and attack ukraine so therefore they have to make their economy fail and and the same thing with iraq when when they had turned socialists they've imposed sanctions the economy failed because
1: that's what happens of when you economy. impose sanctions is you hurt uh people economically chris you were just getting into a story here from where was it Where's the story from? The Washington Examiner. Thank you. Washington Examiner about Binance, one of the world's largest if not the largest exchange for cryptocurrencies. They're getting into hot water for apparently oh, yeah. taking on Iranian customers as far back as 2021. They were uh as far as September 2021. It sounds like they may have stopped them or ostensibly
2: have stopped them, but we'll get more information here. So go ahead. Binance is Denied allegations of non-compliance. The Treasury Department did not respond to the Washington Examiner's request for comment. Binance is the undisputed leader of the cryptocurrency trading. A $950 billion industry operating nearly four times more markets than the next largest FTX, according to CoinMarketCap. It processes over $10 billion in cryptocurrency trades per day. Oh my. Wow, that is a huge number and boasts 90 million registered users on its homepage. Uh yeah, I mean <laughs> this is it's it's kind of humorous how there's so much concentration in a technology that <laughs> decentralizes us. The company is based in the US. The company is not based in the US. Uh-huh. That's what nor does it officially operate there, right. referring US users to an exchange called binance.us. I bet you they had people go to Bitgo, open up accounts and use fake
1: Iranian identification because obviously they wouldn't have real ones, right? They would use you know, a manufactured Iranian passport These are federal agents hmm. To see if they could get into the exchange And well, if they got into I mean, the exchange Then, oh, well, you just let an Iranian into the exchange So now, you know Are, are they banned from
2: allowing uh, Iranians in the U.S. with Iranian passport Or, uh, yeah, Iranian passports from accessing it? Because I don't think are they Iranians are Iranians allowed to be in the U.S.? There's lots of uh, mm. Iranian refugees and things like that Okay um, and, and people who, yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't, or what if you're in Europe? You're an Iranian in Europe Are they It's prob- That's a good prob- prob- question I don't know. It it seems to me like that's not the prohibi- that's mm. not what's being prohibited. It's it's people in Iran that are prohibited. And I don't necessarily know that it would necessarily even be specific like if you're if you were a European in Iran, I think the same thing would apply. You would be restricted from accessing it. Mm. Um but I you know, I don't know. I don't know enough of the details, but I, I think that's how it works. Concerned has or had been raised about weaknesses in Binance's compliance checks by senior employees. So so they clearly are complying or trying to. It's just that their their controls aren't, you know, good enough. Um you know for the you know this uh US regulatory agency I guess. I, I don't know who's regulating them but whoever they are. And regulators according to Reuters, the company instituted stronger compliance checks last year in response.
0: You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.